Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Praise the Lord. What a privilege it is to share from the precious word of God. I consider it and count it a great joy and a great favor from the from the Lord. That I am able to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that it is the same for you as well. That you consider it as a great favor of God. A great opportunity from the Lord to serve Him and to be a child of God. Today I want to uh, share uh, with you a precious topic that is in my heart. I believe that the Lord has given this into my heart for a specific reason. To impart or to, uh, to ask for God's favor upon each one of us. And, and uh, today I want to talk about how to walk in the favor of God. Today we are going to look into what are those secret characteristics of those people who received the favor of God. Today we are going to look at uh, what happens when we have the favor of God in our lives. But before that, I want to, um, I want to make a declaration or rather a, a confession, certain agreements based on the truth in the scripture. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord Jesus, we are grateful that you have given us your word. And Lord Jesus, we praise you that you are not a mute God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you communicate to us. We thank you, Lord, that you are our Heavenly Father. And today, Lord, we agree and receive by faith every promise that you have ordained for us in the scripture, Lord. You have mentioned in the scripture, Lord. And Father, today we want to agree, Lord, every potential that you have mentioned for us in the scripture, Lord. Whatever the scripture says we can do, we believe it, O Lord. And whatever the scripture says we are, we believe it, O Lord. Father, today, uh, within our heart, Lord, we want to bring our heart into a a repositioning to believe every possibility mentioned in the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, as we are going to together study about the favor of God, how to walk in your favor. Lord Jesus, we want to right away ask your favor, your attestation, your presence in this time, Lord. Father, I pray, O oh God, uh, that that uh, everyone listening to me right now, Lord, I pray, O oh Lord, that you will give them the grace, the favor over them, O oh Lord, to be attentive, O oh Lord, to receive every revelation that you have stored for them, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father. I pray that, Lord, each one of us, Lord, will be blessed today, O oh God, because the word is going to be mightily released into our lives, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father, that you your word will always accomplish its purpose. Lord, for the very reason why it is sent into our lives, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We want to exalt your holy name. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. As I was preparing for this topic, I believe that the Lord is going to release a new level of favor into your life. And I believe that new miracles are going to happen into your life. I believe that the Lord is going to uh, 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 reveal a newer level of His presence into some people's life. I believe there are some people who are praying for a, a, a deeper uh, a deeper understanding of God's favor and God's presence. And I believe that the Lord is going to honor you. The Lord is going to uh, the Lord is going to reveal to you about the sweetness of his communion. Hallelujah. And today I want to start my sermon from uh, Psalms chapter 44 verse 3. This verse says, For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them, but it was your right hand. It was your right hand, your arm and the light of your countenance, because your, you favored them. Hallelujah. In this verse, it is clear, this scripture is clearly telling us the lifestyle of a child of God, the way the child of God can expect to possess, 
to be established, to be strengthened is not by own might. The way we expect or a child of God expect deliverance is not by our own strength, but it is because the Lord's favor is with us. Hallelujah. We are, let's see another scripture, Psalms chapter 127 verse 2. That verse says, and is a very familiar verse. Uh, that verse says, unless the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sleep. And from this verse, we can understand that the expectation of God about a child of God, about the, the favor of the Lord, is that they will build not because they have so much of laborers. They will do something not because they have an external help. They will do something. They will build something because they know that God is the master project manager. They will build something because they are so sure that God is in this. Hallelujah. And then the next verse says that the watchman, uh, even if, um, unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman uh, stays awake in vain. From this we understand that the child of God's safety is not in a CCTV, is not in a, an external mechanism, but, the, but a child of God's safety is in his dependence of, on God. Hallelujah. And then the next verse talks about how a child of God should depend on God for his daily living. How a child of God should depend on, on God for his daily providence. We, uh, this scripture says that, okay, it is, it is, uh, it is vain for you to rise up early. And let's not take that as an excuse that, okay, and, and say that actually, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to uh, rise up early anymore. I'm going to, uh, uh, rise up late. Okay, let me, uh, get up, uh, by noontime. No, 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 no. This verse says actually, when we are God's beloved, then we are expected to live by the favor of God. Are we supposed to work? Absolutely yes. Because as Genesis, we can see that as soon as God created Adam, God took him to um, uh, the Garden of Eden and charged him or entrusted him to steward what he has been entrusted. Hallelujah. So this verse says that yes, we should work, but we are not supposed to work and strive in such a way that, okay, somehow we want to meet our ends together. We are supposed to work for the vision of God. We are supposed to make things happen for the Lord. We are supposed to, uh, to accelerate the plan of God through our life. We are expected to work so that, work hard so that, so that, so that we will facilitate the movement or the things of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And, and, and uh, the expectation from the children of God, according to the scripture, is that we will depend on God for all our things. And this is also mentioned in the New Testament as well. In John chapter 15, verse 4 and 5 says, and, and this says one of the secret of how to receive the favor of God. An expectation from the scripture about the child of God is not that actually he will strive and somehow survive, but he will, but, but what God expects is that he will thrive by being in our relationship with God. And that's exactly what is mentioned in the scripture. John chapter 15 verse 4 and 5 says, Abide in me and I in you. A lot of times uh, we are so tempted to understand or rather dig out uh, what is that essential secret, essential formula that can make my life so easy, that can make my life so comfortable. And, and we somehow want a formula, we somehow want a set of to-dos or, or tasks that can, uh, that can help us um, please God. But that's not how uh, the scripture says God is going to be pleased. The Bible says this walk with God, this journey with God is about a relationship with Him. Hallelujah. And this verse says, abide in me and I in you. God says when we take an, an opportunity, when we take a step to abide in God, He will also abide in us. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Hallelujah. 
So here the scripture says this secret, how we can produce, how we can achieve, how we can make outcomes for the glory of God and that is by abiding in the Lord. And then the next verse says, I am the vine, you are the branches, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit and for without me you cannot do Nothing. You cannot do anything. Hallelujah. So once again, it has been emphasized that if you want to do something profitable for the Lord, if you want to do some work that will last, if you want to bless the kingdom, if you want to make an eternal impact in the life of people, you have to abide in me. You have to be a branch that is connected to the vine and then you shall produce. And the Lord is making it very clear that by staying separate from the vine, by staying um, uh, disconnected, Connected from the vine, you are not going to produce anything that is going to be worthy in the kingdom of God. And the Lord's plan for His children is to not uh, is not to bear some fruit. In John chapter fifteen, verse sixteen says, "You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you." Amen, amen. So the Lord has appointed us to be favor of the Lord. I'm going to come into that main topic, how to walk in the favor of God. But before that, I want to know, I want all of us to know what is the positioning that God has made in our life. God has appointed us so that we should go and bear fruit and our fruit should remain. Hallelujah. So the Lord has appointed us to bear fruit. So I want to pray over each one of you today that if any of you If any of you are not bearing fruit worthy of the glory of God, I pray may the favor of God come upon you to make a radical shift in your life. May every day of your life be blessed and may you produce fruit that is going to remain. May you be a blessing in the lives of many people. Hallelujah. I sense a name, Amini, and I sense that the Lord is going to give a new level of favor in your life. The Lord is going to give greater favor. The Lord is going to give you greater uh, grace to, uh, to, to position yourself, to strengthen yourself, to, uh, to align yourself according to the word of God. I believe that the Lord is going to give you a greater revelation. The Lord, uh, the, the, from, from today onwards, I believe that as you read the word, the word is going to go deeper into your spirit and you will understand the revelations of God, which till now you have never received in this precious way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord has placed us in such a way, appointed us, we carry the appointment of God to bear fruit and it is the Lord's desire that the fruit shall remain. But we have a tendency to somehow know what is that secret recipe to create that fruit. Yeah, because uh, because to to invest in a relationship requires constant effort. Our mind wants to somehow crack that formula and just say that actually, okay, I have cracked it and I need not invest any more time into it and I just need to do it and it will produce result. But I believe that this uh, this this faith journey, the life which God has called us to, is a life based on our relationship with God. And if we are Uh, uh, longing today to be favored of the Lord. If today you are expecting that I want to have a new level of favor of God, I want to walk in the favor of God, I want to tell you that this is a non-negotiable thing. You cannot have the favor of God in your life without having a genuine relationship with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Repeat after me, Lord, I want to have your favor in a greater level today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I repeat, without having a relationship with God, it is impossible to receive the favor of God. Hallelujah. Because in the earlier scripture, we we saw that he gives sleep to his beloved. Yeah, he gives sleep to his beloved, and and I translate it this way that that uh, that uh, to his beloved he gives sleep, and to his beloved he builds the right thing. To his beloved he ensures protection. To his beloved he gives provision. To uh, to his beloved he just gives and pours out his favor in a precious way and ensures everything. Hallelujah. 
And that doesn't talk about somebody who is perfect. I said, without having a genuine relationship, if you have a relationship with somebody, if you have a, 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 like all of us have relationships, we have relationships with our parents, we have relationships with our children, our siblings. If we have a relationship, we know that actually we are not perfect. So when the Lord says, Lord says that we should have a relationship, a genuine relationship with Him, He doesn't mean or He doesn't intend that we are, we have to be perfect. God knows our inside out. But God expects us to be honest. God expects us to be genuine. And when we are genuine, the Lord gives His favor into our lives. Some of us try to be, um, to be perfect and right before God. Some of us sometimes find it very difficult to, to come before God without doing all the right things. But I want to tell you that when we compare our righteousness with His righteousness, there is a scripture which says it's all uh, like filthy rags. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6 says, But we, all, we are all like an unclean thing. And all our righteousness, if you can imagine about the best, perfect, right thing that you can do. Okay? The best, perfect, right thing that you can do. The scripture says our best righteousness, our best righteousness is like filthy rag. So we cannot add any more righteousness to the righteousness that God is giving us. So what is uh, God intending when he says that we should be his beloved? That God expects us to be pure in heart. God expects us that we will have a True walk with God. I've heard this preacher, uh, one, one of the preachers saying this statement, that, that perfection takes time. It is, it is God who has to help us to be perfect. But we can be honest and pure from day one. The word pure means something that will not mix with anything else. We can be ourselves before the Lord. Some of us uh, find it very difficult to be ourselves. Some of us, when uh, when when uh, we come before the Lord, we think that actually, okay, I have to pray uh, in, in, with the best words possible. I have to use the uh, uh, the, the Oxford uh, uh, dictionary words and and so so much of flowery language to uh, to pray unto God. Or oh, I have to at least uh, recite a psalm. Uh, when uh, when I am praying unto God, no, 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 I believe, I believe if Jesus has died for us on the cross, that is for our freedom to be ourselves. That is for our freedom to be ourselves. Today I want all of us to know, before getting into the characteristics of those who are favored by the Lord, I want all of us to know that we can journey with the Lord the way we are. We can start our journey. And as we journey with God with a pure heart, as we journey with the Lord with a genuine heart, He is able, He is loving, and He will guide us so that we can transform into His image. Don't put up a mask when you come in front of God. Don't think that actually, oh, in the, uh, for for me to come into the presence of God, I have to be, uh, uh, I have to have a, I need to have a basic standard. No, the Lord will help us. The Lord will help us change. Come before uh, the Lord's throne in a bold way, with a with a clear expectation. I will receive help. I will find mercy. I will find grace because He is a God of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. So today I want to encourage you to have a radical shift in your prayer life. A radical shift in your relationship with God. Relate to God in a genuine way. If you believe you are a child of God, then I want to encourage you to call Him Daddy or Appa or Papa uh, however you can communicate the greatest love you can communicate to your father. Hallelujah. Talk to him the way you communicate, as if you want to really communicate. Tell him, Daddy, I'm having a very bad day today. Daddy, I'm so upset about that person um, uh, offending me. Daddy, I'm so frustrated about what is happening in my life. Daddy, I'm so uh, so frightened about this person bullying me. 
Daddy, I'm so, uh, so, so challenged the way that, uh, the, the, the way that I'm not able to serve in my calling. Communicate to him the way you are. The com- communicate to him the way you know and he knows your inside out. And when you communicate to him in a genuine way, he will start conversing with you. And I believe and I sense in my spirit that there is going to be a radical shift in, in, in the prayer life of some of, uh, some of our people. That you are going to experience conversation. Your monologue in your prayer time is going to change as dialogue between you and God. Hallelujah. And the sweetness of your sound, uh, sweetness of his voice. Till now you might be, uh, you might be doing prayer as a ritual. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I sense that, uh, I sense that even now the Lord is, the Lord is ministering, uh, to the hearts of people. Some of you are sensing a bubbling in the spirit. And I pray, I pray, may the ministering of the Holy Spirit, may the ministering of the Holy Spirit happen powerfully in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Till now you have been, uh, you have been thinking that I need to pray. It is right that I should pray. If I don't pray, things won't go well in my life. But I believe from this day onwards, you will like the sweetness of the voice of God. I believe that, I believe that, that you will love the involvement of God in your life. That you will, you will enjoy the conversation of God in your prayer time and you will be motivated. You will love your prayer times like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you today to be pure and to be genuine before the Lord. And that is the first step of journeying with the Lord to receive and walk in His favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says favor is not automatic. Favor is not automatic. The Bible says God loves everybody. But his favor is not always on everyone. His favor is not automatic. God is not pleased on any, everyone. God is definitely not pleased on the wicked. Hallelujah. So then the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 22 verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. Hallelujah. So the scripture says, there is a need for us to love favor than something else, than riches. And I want to encourage you today, if you are thinking that just because I know Jesus, favor is going to come into my life, I want to tell you there is a need for us to choose the path of favor. There is a need for us to choose favor in our decisions. There is a need for us to choose favor in our daily decisions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are going to see how God's favor has been changing the lives of people. And we are going to see what are certain characteristics of people who receive the favor of God. Hallelujah. When we look at Genesis chapter 6 verse 6 to 8, we can see the Lord saying, oh, oh, uh, there is, a, there is a, a, a terrible predicament wherein the Lord is. And the scripture says, and the Lord was so sorry that he had made man on the earth. And he was grieved in heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So here the Lord is planning to destroy the entire mankind. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And what is the uh, peculiarity of Noah? In the next verse, in verse 9 it says, But Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. Noah journeyed with God. He walked with God. And he was a just man. And I'm quickly bringing in you, uh, bringing you into another portion about Samuel. And, and, uh, there we can see, uh, that Samuel in, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 12. Now the sons of Eli were corrupt. They did not know the Lord. 
Therefore the sin of the young men were very great before the Lord. And then uh, moving on to 17th and 19th verse, we can see, um, that the sin of the young men were very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, even as a child wearing a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. In these two cases, when we study about the favor that Noah received, when we study about uh, the, the, uh, the, the favor Samuel received in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 26, we can see, And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and men. Hallelujah. So when we look in the life of Noah and Samuel, we can see a different set of people disobeying God. In the life of Noah, an entire nation, the entire mankind was dishonoring God. But because Noah decided to walk with God, he decided to preserve himself as blameless. And he decided that I am going to be just before the Lord. He received the favor of God. Hallelujah. And one of the characteristics I see about people receiving the favor of God is that they don't complain about another people. They don't compare themselves with other people and make that as an excuse. They're not saying, hey, the whole nation is walking in sin. That is why, Lord, I'm just going in uh, in, a, in a backsliding mode. Oh Lord, I don't have uh, that kind of a favor right now just because the whole nation is actually um, a little bit messy uh, obeying the Lord. Yeah, so people who walk in the favor of God, they genuinely love God. They treasure this relationship with God much more than any other patterns of the world, much more than any other person. And that is why even when the whole mankind uh, went wicked, Noah preserved himself. And here, in the second instance about Samuel, we can see when uh, people who are supposed to be examples, Eli's children, the priesthood, when they were expected to be examples for Samuel, Samuel saw them to be a bad example. But Samuel did not take that, that, that as an advantage. He didn't say uh, unto the Lord, Lord, I'm going to stop um, serving in full-time ministry because my leaders are not doing a great job. My pastor is not doing a great job. Yeah? This pastor is not preaching well. This pastor is not living well. This pastor is not representing the, uh, the Lord well. Uh, this pastor is not doing what he's supposed to do. Samuel refused to complain. Samuel was taking care of his personal walk with God. And that is why when Eli's children were deteriorating in their walk with God, this precious verse in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 26 says, And this child Samuel grew in the favor of God. And I want to tell you today, that even when whatever happens around you, Whatever storm is happening around you, how much ever men of God is falling, how much ever people in faith are backsliding, how much ever things around you is challenging, I want you to know that if you take personal responsibility of your walk with God, if you know how to position your heart firm in the Lord. The Lord will remember you and the Lord's favor shall be upon you. Even when the whole nation will be going through a pandemic, the Lord's favor can be upon you. And we know what the favor of God did in Noah's life. Hallelujah. When the entire mankind was destroyed, when the entire uh, nation was destroyed, God remembered Noah and God protected Noah. And I pray today, even when this Pandemic is happening right now. The entire globe is going through a pandemic situation. I pray that we will know how to position ourselves. We will know how to, how to stand in, uh, in, in the relationship of God. How to preserve our heart. And so that we will receive the abundant favor of God in our lives. Repeat after me, I am favored of the Lord. I choose favor than riches. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. If you have fear regarding whether I am, I will be uh, destroyed. Whether I will be affected by circumstances around. I want you to know that the favor of God will protect you. The favor of God will ensure that the Lord will take care of everything in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we saw that one of the characteristics of people who walk in the favor of God is that they don't complain, they don't compare themselves with other people, they don't make excuses because somebody else is not walking with God. They know that this is all about me walking with God, me honoring the relationship of God. And when I take a step to honor God, God will shower His favor upon me. Luke chapter 1 verse 5 to 9 talks about another instance. And there we can see there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God. Walking in all commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. This is a very tough and tall order. That they were righteous before God and walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord in a blameless way. But they had no child. Because Elizabeth was barren. And I want to focus on the next portion. Even then they did not receive the blessing that they wanted. They continued serving God. And they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his decision. Which says they had a roster of preaching. They had a roster or, or a, uh, in, in today's uh, language we say they had an event flow or a roster. And according to that plan, Zachariah had to, uh, had to minister and he continued serving God. He was committed to his relationship. He was committed to his call. He was committed to his ministry even when he did not see the blessing from the Lord. Hallelujah. If you want to walk in the favor of God, I believe that we will be tested. Whether we love God, whether we honor His relationship more than the blessings that we desire from Him. We would be tested whether we are for the person of God or we are for the benefits or, or, or we are living for the benefits we are, are trying to get from the person. Hallelujah. One of the major characteristics of people who walk in the favor of God, who attract the favor of God like a magnet, is that they love Him deeply. They extend their commitment to His service, His plans, His obedience, irrespective of the fact that whether they are blessed or not. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you today, if you have been, if you have been staying back from serving God, if you have been discouraged because you didn't see a typical, a particular blessing because of, uh, from God, I want to encourage you, get back to God. Get back to God because we know what happened in the life of Zachariah and, uh, and, um, um, uh, Zara, uh, what happened? Uh, Elizabeth, that, that, uh, they were given a child, John the Baptist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and they, she was barren. She didn't have any hope. And they continued serving God. And the scripture says in 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, I want to encourage you today, just because you didn't see the blessing of God, please don't stop serving the Lord. Please don't stop your walk with God. Please don't bring down your relationship with God. I want to encourage you that let's serve the Lord with our gratitude unto Him. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you today to believe that His eyes are on you. His ears are open to your prayers. And I pray to Today, that may your blessing come upon you right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So one of the characteristics of these people who receive the favor of God is that they are committed to Him. They serve because of that relationship. They are not expecting a big uh, followership or, or, or fanship. They are not interested to see how many likes I have today. They are not so keen to see how many people have uh, responded with an emoticon. They are so much in love for Him. They have signed up for that relationship. And out of that gratitude to that relationship, they are serving and they are committed. I I would say in contemporary version, I would say that they are not there to crave or suck out all blessings in the kingdom of God. They are there to honor God. They are there to, 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 to love God with everything they are and everything they have. Hallelujah. And the scripture says in Psalm 5.12, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. The Lord will surround you, each one of you. Especially I want to declare this over you. As a season right now, we are going to, we are, we are in a very difficult season. I believe that nothing can touch, nothing can stop if God decides to shower His favor on you. And I pray over you that the Lord will, uh, with His favor, will surround Him, will surround you as a shield. The Lord will surround you with His favor as a shield. I want to encourage you as you journey with God in a genuine way. As you journey with God in a genuine way, the Lord's favor will surround you as a shield. And we are going to look into what happens when we receive the favor of God. What happens when we, give, when we receive the favor of God? Are we thinking that, oh, oh, this favor of God is all about receiving from God and, and this is a mechanism wherein uh, I have a trouble-free life? Absolutely no. Absolutely no. Yes, of course, when we have the favor of God, we saw what happened in the life of Noah. He was protected. We saw what happened in the life of uh, Samuel. He grew in the favor of God. God used him mightily for the work of the Lord. We saw what happened in the life of um, Zachariah and Elizabeth, that, that, uh, that they were blessed with a child who took the work of the Lord in a precious way. Hallelujah. Are you choosing the favor of God today? Will you choose to stop complaining? Will you choose to stop comparing? Will you choose to stop making excuses? But will you decide that I'm going to take a personal responsibility of my walk with God? I am going to position myself as a likable person unto God. Oh, I'm going to change myself by using the grace of God. By not taking the uh, the grace of God in vain. I'm going to be a likable person unto God. In in my words, I would say, God will love to hang out with me. God wants to, God would love to spend time with me. Yeah? Can we be people uh, uh, in in such stature? Can we be people of of that kind? We can see in Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 and 5, wherein uh, we can see Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. The Lord first respects you and then he respects what what you do. Hallelujah. Most of us have given standing instruction in the bank to give the offering. But are we instructing us daily that we have a good walk with God? Are we instructing us daily to keep our heart posture right before the Lord? God respects each one of us first before He looks us, looks into what we are offering. Because I want to tell you, sometimes actually, sometimes actually I see, uh, I understand that we, we just continue doing things without knowing why we are doing certain things. Some people don't know why they are giving the offering. As if, they are in a doubt whether God, whether God needs my money or what. Yeah. Is God short of currency? 
uh, is God trying to make a, a, a big kingdom in, uh, in eternity with all the money that I am giving? I want to tell you that He owns all the banks. He owns all, owns all the wealth. My daddy owns everything. Hallelujah. And, 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 and first, first He looks into us and, and then he looks into what we are offering. I want to once again remind you that, that it is the Lord's desire that we become a likable person whom he desires to respect. When the Lord, when the Lord sees our attitude of offering, Oh Lord, I'm able to give this much unto you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are giving me an opportunity to give unto you, Lord. When we give unto Lord, Lord, as with an attitude of gratitude, He respects us. Hallelujah. Then another scripture says in Proverbs chapter twelve, verse two: A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions he will condemn. Are you a man of good intentions? The Bible says, a good man, a good man obtains favor from the Lord. There is another verse in the scripture, Matthew chapter 5 verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in the heart, for they shall see God. For they shall see God. So they will see God and because they have a good intention, God's favor will be upon them. Today, I want to ask you, are you choosing favor in your life? Are you choosing favor in your life by having a purity of heart and having good intentions in you? What are you compromising your relationship with God for? Some of us, sometimes, we have compromised the relationship with God. We haven't honored God. We haven't uh, chosen the favor of God by prioritizing illegitimate gain, illicit gain. And the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 16 verse 8, Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. In my words, I would want to say, vast revenues without justice is waste revenue. Hallelujah. There are times wherein we know that actually if I hold on to the statutes of God, if I want to honor God, oh, I am going to lose something. Oh, I'm not going to get this quickly if I go according to the ways of the Lord. And I am talking to myself, okay, I am okay to adjust with the culture of the land by giving certain bribes. Uh, I'm going to adjust with this, um, uh, with this reason, with this reason, because eventually it is going to save time which I can give unto the Lord's work. I want to encourage you today to think through for what all reasons have you compromised your relationship with the Lord. I was recently uh, talking with somebody about uh, paying taxes. Giving the right taxes for property registration, income tax, etc. Which the Lord... Um, which the Lord um, encourages us. Which the, that is right in the sight of God. And the person was asking, and the person was asking, hey, why we should pay this much tax? We can use that for ministry. We can use that for ministry of the Lord's work. I want to tell you, God is able to provide all funds for the ministry in the most right way. Hallelujah. We are not in a terrible situation that we need to partner with the enemy for funds in the ministry. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today to think through what is that you have compromised your relationship with the Lord for? Have you compromised it for any illicit gain? Have you compromised that to meet your ends? You might be thinking actually if I talk about faith, if I talk about a theology, oh things won't happen at home. I won't have food on the table. It's not practical. I want you to be encouraged of the scripture. Psalms 84 verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. If the Lord has withheld something. I want to equate it as it is not good. It is bad. 
The Lord, the scripture says, the, the tested, purified word of God says, the Lord will not withhold good in the lives of those who walk upright. That says, or that tells me that for the good things to be downloaded at the right time into my life, an upright walk has to be in place. Hallelujah. I want, to, I want you to be encouraged based on that. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When you position yourselves and honor God and, and position yourself for the favor of God, God is saying, when you seek first what I say, when you seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, when you take effort to position yourself as right before me, all these things about meeting your ends, whatever is required in your life, shall come into your life. I want to pray over you that you will receive faith to see this happen in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people compromise relationship with God. They choose other things above favor to please some people. I'm going to quickly show you certain verses so that, so that you need to know that actually all you need to do is to please God. And He is able to help you obtain favor from the eyes of man. In the eyes of man. Daniel chapter 1 verse 9 says, Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. Wherever God wants you to be favored, God knows how to turn the heart of the king. God is able to turn the heart of people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 39 verse 21 says, But the Lord was with Joseph, and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. God knows how to open the eyes of people. And show you favor irrespective of where you are placed. Hallelujah. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains a favor from the Lord. That is Proverbs chapter 8 verse 35. And what, that, that, uh, for whoever finds me talks about that me talks about wisdom. And truly, what is wisdom? What, wisdom is not our worldly knowledge. Wisdom is not our intellectual capacity or the information that we have stored in our brain or in our mind. Wisdom, according to the scripture, comes from Proverbs chapter 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but uh, knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hallelujah. 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 So can we, uh, can we find a pattern here? That the favor of the Lord is very much connected to our devotion to the Lord. The favor of the Lord is very much connected to us being submitted and surrendered to the Lord. And we can see another scripture, Proverbs chapter 11 verse 27. He who earnestly seeks good, finds favor. But trouble will come to him who seeks evil. Why God is giving favor to somebody who earnestly seeks good things? Because my Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 that we are created, we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good work. So when somebody earnestly seeks good things, he is signing into the plan of God. He is relating to God and he is positioning himself. He is giving himself to do what the Lord has commanded. For the, for the reason why, why which God has created us. And when we do the things of God, when we honor God with obedience, the Lord's favor shall be mightily upon us. And I want to tell you, favor is not an easy gate pass to convenience. Don't think that actually when I have the favor of God, I have everything sorted out. I won't have trouble anymore. Everything has been, is going to be very smooth in life. Favor in simple terms according to me is the presence of God. God attesting what we do. God being on our side. Amen. So if I live a life of favor, 
Imagine that. When I walk in God's favor, God is on my side. God is attesting whatever I'm doing. God is pleased with me. God rejoices over me. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 says, He rejoices over you with singing. He will quiet you with His love. God is, when, when I walk in, when we walk in a life of favor, God is just lavishing His presence, His attestation, His, uh, He is taking our side in everything that we do in our life itself. He is sharing His life with us. Hallelujah. How awesome that will be. Walking in true favor will lead us closer to the covenant with God because we are prioritizing Him and His relationship much more than anything. Love is God's nature, but His favor is a response to our walk with Him. Hallelujah. Do you know that Mary found favor? And we know what happened. Luke chapter 1 verse 30 says, Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. That would have been a shock of a lifetime for that virgin. That I'm receiving favor. And that favor is taking me in a totally different direction. In an unexpected road. In an untrodden avenue. Wherein I need to trust God. When there is favor in your life. There is a faith that is imparted into your life. For the plans of God. Hallelujah. Even in the life of Hannah. We can see in 1 Samuel 1 verse 24. We can see uh, in, in the, if you uh, please read that portion. We are short of time. Please read that portion when you get time. That, that when we look into the life of Hannah, she was so much troubled that, that she didn't have a child. And when she received a child from the Lord, the Lord showed her favor. When she received a child, do you know what she had to decide in 1 Samuel 1, 24 BC? That when she, and when she had weaned him, the only child, she took him up with her and gave himself to the house of the Lord. She had vowed to the Lord that if you give me a child, I will give him unto your work. And as soon as the, and she, she weaned the child, she gave the child unto the Lord's work. She would have probably, uh, she could have easily thought, no, 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 that was, uh, uh, that was, uh, wow, yeah, even though he is, uh, is with me, he can still do, um, a full-time ministry by being with me because all of us are in the ministry. She chose to be pure in her heart. She decided that she will stick on to the genuinity of her walk with God. And, and I want to tell you that both these mothers, because they found favor, Mary and Hannah, both of them, when they found the favor of God, they produced children. They produced children they, who, who just took the, to the, took the work of the Lord in a different dimension. Hallelujah. Now I want to, I want to speak into the lives of certain mothers today that some of you are destined to create giant killers. Do not cry in your life. Do not uh, whine in your life thinking what is happening in my life. I am not getting into a ministry. I am not doing something. Oh, your ministry. I pray discernment over you. I pray discernment over you that your ministry is to raise giant killers. I pray that the Lord will, uh, the Lord will reveal that ministry unto you in a precious way. And as the Lord reveals that into your life, you will receive the grace of God to take it forward in a precious way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another thing that attracts the favor of God in our lives, that is mentioned in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 3 and 4. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. And write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem. This is a very powerful word. High esteem in the sight of God and man. God says have mercy in your life. May you be full of truth. Let it not just be in your mouth. But bind them around your neck. Let it not depart from you. 
Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Let it be so much in you. When you write it in the tablet of your heart, in the abundance of your heart, let it come out through your mouth. And the scripture says, you will, show, you will see amazing favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And I'm closing today's message with two more instances. But what happened when God's favor was in the life of Jacob and also, sorry, Isaac and also in the life of Esther. In Genesis chapter 26, we can see that Isaac is digging wells. Isaac is digging wells. And every time he digs wells, the the Philistines will come and uh, create trouble and they will take away that well. Or sometimes they will close that well. Yeah? Basically, these guys are just creating trouble for Isaac. But we can see that he was a man of rest. And that is another characteristic. Another characteristic of somebody who walks in the favor of God. The external things, the strife from people will not shake you. Jacob rested. Jacob knew that actually it is not in this location. It is not in the so-called blessing well that the true blessing uh, uh, dwells. It is in me. It is the favor of God that is causing the well to be springed with water. Hallelujah. But the the people who didn't have the favor of God, but the people who didn't know the Lord, they were behind the blessing. They were behind the well. But the one who knew and who was walking in the favor of God, he knew when I have the favor of God, wherever I'm going to dig a well, the living water will allow the water to be filled or the well to be filled with water. Hallelujah. But when he had the favor of God, things changed in a different way. It was a game changer in Genesis chapter 26, verse 28 and 29. The people who created strife, now they are making the statement. But they said, we have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. The favor of God will allow others to see the presence of God evidently in your life. And now these people are saying, so we said, let there now be an oath between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you that you will not affect us, you will not harm us. Hallelujah. The same people who were troubling Isaac, now Isaac when he has the favor of God, is those people are now coming to Isaac and say, hey, we need to have a quick agreement now, We need to have an agreement soon that you will not strike us back. You will not harm us. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that when you walk in the favor of God, it will change the situations in a great way in your life. Hallelujah. And I'm bringing in the next instance about Esther. In Esther chapter 8 verse 7 and 8, the favor of God is completely turning the table upside down. Here, Esther was not completely at rest or she was not staying uh, uh, away or she was not withdrawn. But here, she decided, because I have the favor of God for a time such as this, I'm going to uh, put my life at stake to ensure that the plan of God will happen. That is why she decided to go in front of the king Ahasuerus to stand for the people of God. And the Lord showed favor upon her. And do you know what happened? Esther wanted a decree for God's people. And let's see what happened in Esther chapter 8 verse 7 and 8. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew, Indeed, I have given Esther the house of Haman and they have hanged him on the gallows because he tried to lay his hand on the Jews. Now he is telling Queen Esther and Mordecai, Now you yourself make a law, write a decree concerning the Jews as you like, as you please, in the king's name. Put my name on it and seal it with the king's signet ring. 
for whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet, no one can revoke. Hallelujah. Esther requested for an order. And the favor of God made her the one who decrees. Hallelujah. And I want to pray over you that as you walk in the favor of God today, as long as you walk honoring the relationship of God, as long as you walk in the purity of heart, as long as you honor God with your genuine love, I want to pray the favor of God upon you. Hallelujah. That your situations will change. And I want to declare over you Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden, a well watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fall. Hallelujah. I want to pray the absolute favor of God. Holy Spirit, I pray upon each one of us uh, listening to your precious word today, that you will give us the grace, Lord, to honor your relationship much more than anything else. You will give us the grace to be pure before you. You will give us the grace, O oh Lord, to, uh, to even put our life at stake to take the things of God forward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I speak the grace of God, the favor of God upon each one of us right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I sense that uh, the Lord is going to exalt certain people who have been ridiculed by the family members. And I pray that as you walk humbly, uh, uh, genuinely before the Lord, the Lord's favor shall be upon you. Just as I saw and I shared about Isaac, the people who offended you, the people who created trouble in your life, they are going to come and have peace with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We want to give you all praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Enjoy walking in the favor of God. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.